0: You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. This is South Africa's news and information leader. And yesterday it was announced uh, as part of the Global T20 League, uh, the franchise that's based on the East Rand, the Bononi Zalmi, uh, announcing their coaching staff. And uh, to me it was a bit strange, if I have to be brutally honest. Graham Smith uh, announced as coach with Jeffrey Tiana uh, as uh, his uh, assistant coach from the High Felt Lions. And uh, Jeffrey joins us now. Jeffrey, welcome on to SFM's Wall Chat this evening. Thanks for for taking the time to chat to us.
1: Yes, evening, good evening to the listeners.
0: If I think first of all, congratulations on the appointment. Uh, obviously, there's been lots made about this T20 league. You must be pretty chuffed to be involved in it.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, pretty chuffed to be you know you know involved and uh, like me going back to Pinoni where it all started for me. Uh, really, really chuffed about that and uh, to be involved as well with one of the great minds. You know, in South African cricket, I mean, one of the great leaders that South African cricket has ever had, in Graham Smith. I mean, great opportunity for me to broaden uh, like my, uh, uh, my horizon. You know, like as a coach. So very, very excited, and I can't wait for the tournament to start.
0: Jeff, there's been lots of uh, lots said in the media. It's, I mean, people people have a lot to say about this. And and to me, I agree. I think it's a strange decision that you work in as an assistant coach to Graham, who doesn't have any coaching, uh, coaching experience. He's a great guy. He's a great player. No disrespect to him. But surely it should be the other way around.
1: Yeah, I think uh, the biggest thing that people need to understand is that uh, it is an international, you know, global league tournament, you know, where, you know, like international owners are always going to be... You know, trying to get the big name players and coaches, for that matter, and Biff, I mean, he's a big name. He's a, you know, like he's a great character for South African cricket. So, like, I understand where they're coming from. I mean, if it was a South African, you know, tournament, then I'll understand what the fuss is all about. But uh, to be honest, I mean, for a guy like Biff to be like involved in a tournament like this, I think um, it will, you know, hype our. Our our brand as well, you know, like as the Pinonis Army, and and as we move forward. So yes, I know it's strange to some people, but people just need to understand that it is an international competition where international owners have the sole, you know, mandate to like name their coaches.
0: Jeff, as far as players go, I mean, there's no, the draft is still to come, but uh, mm. just looking at, at structures, I mean, the marquee player from a Proteus perspective have been, have been announced. From a, mm. from a structure perspective, what are, you, what are you expecting out of this league?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, it will be tough, you know, like in the draft, you know, because uh, they told us the draft rules and how it works and, um, you know, like you end up being seventh, you know, like in terms of the picking line and... Uh, it is always going to be tough, but myself and Graham, you know, like we're going to sit down on Friday in Cape Town and just plan around the strategy on, on how we want to go about it. And we know that Quentin DeCore, I mean, you know, an ex-player of mine at the Lions, um, is my key player, you know, like in our in our franchise. So uh, it's going to be quite interesting because there's about 400 top players to pick from. And uh, it's a big event, you know, so I'm glad that Cricket South Africa have really, really come up with this format. For, for like our local players who are really, really going to
0: be earning some good bucks. Jeff, how excited are you to be working with Quinny again? Like you say, he's one of your former players, he has moved on, but he's uh, I mean he's become a, a global superstar. He's, he's this unassuming sort of guy, just happy-go-lucky, and he's just making such a name for himself. You must be pretty proud and pretty tough to be working with him again too.
1: Yeah, he's yeah, very, very excited. I mean, he's called me from Saturday night. I mean, he calls me almost on a daily basis now, <laughs> saying that he's looking forward to work with me again. Uh, very, very exciting. And, um, you know, like it will depend as well on the draft, on which type of players, you know, we get to complement, um, you know, like a world-class player like Quinny. I mean, he's grown. I mean, since he was with us at the Lions, I mean, he's a world superstar now. And uh, hopefully, you know, the people, you know, like in, and the fans will take in you know, like into this tournament and just make it, uh, you know, big for South Africa as we move forward.
0: Jeff, I'll be lynched if I don't ask this question. There's been lots of speculation around uh, the Proteus coaching job. And, <laughs> I would uh, have been
1: surprised if you didn't ask that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, uh, I mean, Otis Gibson has been punted to be the, the replacement for, for Russell Domingo. No announcement we made yet. But there's also been talk that uh, you're going to be his understudy. Can you confirm or deny that?
1: Um, no, no, I'm not going to confirm or deny it. Um, yes, I went for my interview. As everybody knows, it has been out there. Um, I'm just waiting for Cricket South Africa, you know, to make a decision, uh, they said they will make it at the end of the England series. Um, it has not happened. Uh, but I understand the delays, um, so it's key that I'm patient and, and the public as well is patient for the decision that that Cricket South Africa like, is gonna make. Yes, Otis Gibson's name has been printed above, and he looks like the front runner, you know, like in the job. And uh, yeah, let's just wait and see who his support staff, you know, is, and hopefully. Part of the staff, I mean, I played with him, you know, like a coaching. I think it was 2000, 2001 season. And, uh, yes, I know the guy very well as well. So let's just wait and see and see what happens.
0: Jeff, can you can you fill us in on what the delay might be? I mean, we're all in the dark. I think you're probably in the dark as much as all of us, but you might be a bit closer <laughs> to us. Cricket in Africa not giving anyone answers why they're not announcing uh, who the coach is, if it is Russell or if they found someone else.
1: I, I have no clue why why the delay. And uh, chatting to Russell Domingo two days ago, you know, like in the draft, um, thingy at the Wanderers, um, I asked him, have they spoken to you? He said, there's no one who's spoken to him yet. I mean, if they have not spoken to Russell, um, you know, it is, you know, like, I think everyone is in the dark, but I'm just assuming because I've read in the paper that, um, Otis Gibson's stint with England as the bowling coach finishes, you know, on the 13th of September. So I think maybe around that time, you know, closer to the time, we should have a decision. But, uh, Quite interestingly as well. I mean, we are talking date in September, and I think end of September, South Africa have two test matches against Bangladesh. So it will be quite interesting how fast things move move from then on because there's no time really to uh, prepare the team and organise the coaching staff. You know, so like we've got no clue what's happening. It's a matter of just wait and see.
0: Yeah, it's perform on Cricket South Africa's, uh, part and, uh, yeah, oh, invitations there. We'd love to, to hear from them and, uh, yeah, get them on to, find out what is happening. And then just finally to wrap things up, Jeff, big news today. AB Villiers stepping down as ODI skipper and, uh, making himself available for all three forms. He's taken a bit of flack, uh, of late, picking and choosing what he wants to play. Your thoughts on, on, on AB's decision today?
1: Yeah, I think, I I mean, he must have thought hard about the decision as well. And, uh, you know, yes, he did get some flack when he was tweeting about the series that was happening, you know, overseas. Um, I understand where he's coming from. I mean, he's got a young family now. Um, You know, the family comes first, you know. And, uh, yes, it must have been a tough call for him. But, uh, yes, I believe Faf, you know, will take South Africa forward, you know, like in all the formats.
0: Jeffrey Gianna, as always, great to catch up. Thanks for your time. Best of luck in the upcoming uh, Global T20 series. We look forward to following how it goes. And fingers crossed, let's hope you you do get that gig with uh, the Proteus. Uh, I think it'll be uh, a great feather in your cap and also for the Proteus. I think you're a great coach and uh, you've got a lot to offer. So African cricket, thanks for your time tonight.
1: Thank you very much, champ And thanks for the corner SAFM Sports Wrap.
0: You're listening to SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. And, uh, yeah, football season back into full swing domestically and internationally. There's uh, so much going on. There's some uh, UEFA Champions League qualifying action to look forward to tonight. A few games in the PSL as well. And uh, big news this afternoon, Wayne Rooney announcing his retirement from international football. We're joined now by a man who's played both here in South Africa lots, and uh, overseas a lot as well in Europe, uh, Sean Bartlett joins us. Sean, welcome onto to World uh, Chat this evening. Nice to catch up once again.
2: Yeah, thanks, Brad. Always a pleasure being on the show.
0: Sure, so let's touch on the, the breaking news this afternoon. Wayne Rooney deciding uh, enough's enough uh, when it comes to, to England. That after Gareth Southgate tried to call him up. I mean, he's England's leading goal scorer. Surprise to you, yeah. or do you think it's time?
2: Uh, not really surprised. Uh, obviously, the, the, the surprise for me was the move to, to Everton more than anything else. But um, I think uh, as a footballer, sometimes you've got to make a decision that's very hard, but at the end of the day, that can also prolong your career. And I think that's, for me, Probably the main reason why Wayne Rooney decided because it takes its toll on your body, uh, and I think if you want to prolong your career with the club, uh, you need to focus on one thing, and I think that's the primary reason why he decided. And also, he's uh, decided to put to international football on his terms, and you know, not uh, being told that he's too old or he can't do it anymore. So he's still the record holder for England as far as goal scoring, and it's not a bad time to do that.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I mean he's still scoring in the in the Premiership. He's that the move. He, mm. he seems happier than he has been for, for a while. I mean last season wasn't his best season at United under yeah. Jose Mourinho, and he just seems to have. I'm not gonna say reinvented himself because he's not a youngster anymore, but he's playing good football.
2: Yeah, obviously as a as a striker, he want to score goals, and that's what he's done the last two games. And like I say, uh, he definitely seems uh, like a different player. I do feel that um, I think uh, quitting international football will help him a lot, and be a lot more refreshed and rejuvenated for, for club games. So I think that will probably give him, if he wants to, probably another two or three years extra at club level, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I mean, fantastic. He's obviously chasing Alan Shearer's records of uh, premiership goals. He's got a way to go. Do you hmm. think he can get there?
2: I think he's, uh, he's in a good enough uh, team to, to get the goals. And again, he's, he's like they just said, he's uh, scored uh, in the last couple of games. So, there's no doubt that he can still do it at the highest level. He's not doing it at League One or Championship. He's still doing it in the Premier League against top teams. So uh, I think he's still well capable of uh, scoring goals. Let's
0: stay with uh, news out of Europe. Uh, I mentioned UEFA Champions League qualifiers. A thrilling game last night with, with Celtic. Uh, in the mm. end, Celtic victorious. But, see their defence looks leaky. Good signing. I think Rivaldo could see announced the uh, day before yesterday that he's heading there. Uh, they definitely need help at the back, don't they, Sean?
2: Yeah, they do, but it's always a catch for me too, you know. Uh, when you've won the first game, obviously uh, by quite a big margin, and and then you have to go away. Uh, I would assume also that the coach probably didn't play the regular players, but for Valdukutse, it's a it's a massive step up in his uh, career, uh, internationally and club level. So hopefully uh, he will learn as quickly as possible and adapt to the to conditions that side, so he can get a starting place as soon as possible. But uh, as far as uh, also, for South Africa's concern, it's nice to see uh, our players moving to top leagues again.
0: Sean, as someone who's done it, who's made the move from South Africa to Europe, how big is that step up, really? Yeah, I, I mean, is it do, do players only realise once they're in there? Talk, talk to me as a as a football fan. I don't really get it. What, what's the difference? Is there less time on the ball? Is it just? I mean, t- tell me what the what why it's such a big step up. Mm.
2: Well, so for one, in my opinion, we will be competing against uh, better players. Um, Obviously, week in, week out, uh, and then also the, like you just indicated, uh, the one thing that I got the quick wake up call was the speed of the game. Uh, you don't get that much time on the ball, and also the speed of the game is from going from end to end. Uh, you've got to be really uh, at the top of your game. And as far as fitness are concerned, they do work a lot on that. Um, and I think that something like I said, uh, Revoltoche will find out very quickly. The intensity of training sort of accommodates for you to compete at the highest level when it comes to match I believe he's got the ability and he's got the talent to go and do it. Uh, The only difficult part for him will be uh, away from football. And and obviously I'm hoping that he's taking some support in whether it's a friend or family member. Because when you're with the team, it's the easiest thing. And when you're at home, you start missing home and you miss the food. And that's when you can really get lonely.
0: Sean, sure, let's look at tonight's picture. Liverpool in action against Hoffenheim. They 2-1 up uh, two vital away goals there at Anfield tonight. Mm. <laughs> the the saga about Coutinho is still dragging on. It doesn't look like he's going to be playing tonight. But uh, you, th- you think they've done enough? I mean, you don't want to say team just has to pitch up tonight. But uh, they, those two away goals could be vital this evening.
2: Well, it is vital. Uh, but um, on the other hand, tonight is to avoid uh, conceding early. Uh, Hoffman is not just going to go there to make up numbers at Anfield they're going to go and try and push Liverpool right to the limit and see if they can get an early goal so uh, as much as people, you know 2-1 is never a good score as far as the second leg is concerned because you, you're still in a very difficult place so uh, as much as they've got a two away goals uh, I think they would probably prefer getting an early goal as well and not conceding um, Coutinho's story, I think that will go on probably for next week Uh, Wednesday sometime when the transfer window closes. uh, It's just I think that his his injury coincides obviously with the speculation of uh, getting a transfer to Barcelona.
0: Yes, definitely not helping. And then uh, back home domestically, life in the National First Division, Amitaks, a a new season for you Mm. as well, a long pre-season. How are you feeling at the start of things, back back into the full swing of things?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm very confident. We obviously didn't achieve our goal last season of uh, promotion, so You've got to do introspection and see where things went wrong and where you can obviously make a couple of changes. And we've definitely done that. We've added a, a few new faces to the squad just to freshen it up a bit and some experienced players as well. And it's going to get tough season, um, with the two promoted teams from the ABC Mozette and three new teams that obviously got a, a acquired and franchises and new names. So. Uh, five new teams, and I think the usual suspects will probably be your your Black Leopards, Cosmos, and, and Highland Sparks with the Royal Eagles, as far as competition are concerned.
0: How hungry are you to get back into into top-flight football, particularly with the likes of uh, former teammate yours, Benny McCarthy, uh, getting off to mm. almost the perfect start to his coaching uh, in in top-flight?
2: That's always important. Um, you know, some people have the uh, opinion that it's not how you start, how you finish, but. For me, the start is very important and then he needed that because it puts a good foundation in place and also a bit of continuity as to where the club, uh, left off last season, uh, winning the solo way and then ending in a, in, in a really good, uh, log position. So, um, I think it will settle him a bit as well because I know he was quite nervous about getting the season going, but, uh, he's always been a confident person and, uh, know what usability is all about and what it can bring to the game. And I'm pretty sure the players are enjoying training under him.
0: And your, your thoughts of, of what you've seen? I know you he, 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 he sort of uh, spoke to you in the build-up to, to the, the season, mm. just to get some advice. You, your thoughts so far on, on Benny's coaching?
2: No, well, that's what I said to him. You know, um, When you're new coaching again, as much as you played probably 15 to 20 years, uh, that counts for something. But when it comes to coaching, it's, the transition is never easy. So I'm available, quite a few other coaches are available for advice, and uh, you want to learn on a daily basis uh, you want to always improve yourself the key to, to playing and coaching is you want to be better than yesterday you want to make sure that the, the players are also comfortable with your methods and what you're trying to implement
0: Well Sean it's great to see the likes of yourself and, and someone like Benny giving back to South African football and still involved, you've got lots to offer and uh, yeah, mm. following your progress closely with Amitaks and uh, hopefully it's a very successful season thanks for your, your time this evening here on SAFM once again, uh, always great to catch up
2: Yeah, once again, uh, most welcome and I truly appreciate uh, the opportunity. SAFM Sports Rap.
0: That's it for the show for this evening. Don't forget to be in touch via social media at BigBradBrown is where you can find me. Got a tweet in from Rob Munro on Twitter saying, uh, enjoying the show, Rob, thank you so much for listening. We're back again tomorrow uh, afternoon. More sport for you tomorrow morning on AM Live with Janet Whitten. The talk shop coming up on the other side of your 7 o'clock news. You can also email us, sport at safm.co.za. From myself, Brad Brown, and my producer, Siobhan Chetty, thanks for listening. It is 7 o'clock in time for your news.